And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Afis, and with me as always is Devin, and we are about to do the recap for the gold standard of wrestling, NXT. Uh, this episode of NXT here uh, was another interesting, jam-packed episode with a lot uh, put into it, so we're going to go by it match by match. Um, before we get into the details, Devin, what were your some of your overall thoughts on, on this episode? Oh, man, uh, I actually enjoyed the episode. Uh, NXT man, it was entertaining seeing uh, Finn Balor make an appearance going against Fabian Eichner, which was a great first match. How they kicked off, uh, seeing uh, Charlotte Flair put uh, stating her basically her her uh, just set setting the table statement or your her right, mission statement, you, right? Like, yeah. yeah, just set setting the table and letting people know like I just line everybody up so I could just <laughs> take everybody down essentially. <laughs> I got a kick out of that. Uh, even a, a, a nice, uh, surprising meeting for the Valentine Dream. Uh, oh, we get more yeah. details about that. Yes. And, oh, uh, <laughs> that's it. I want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay. I know. I know. Can't <laughs> wait. Can't wait. And, uh, you know, Matt Riddle with this uh, surprise uh, prison-like <laughs> wrestler. <laughs> prison-like? What? That's the best way I can compare it to, man, dude. That's interesting. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) For for the, you know, NXT Tag Team Championship and then Tommaso Ciampa, uh, you know, promo to mention who was the better man. I I still can't get over you saying prison-like. So, <laughs> I mean, so Timothy Thatcher, he just Timothy fresh Thatcher, out. That's right, he's fresh out, fresh he's, out, uh, bro. That's all I like. Just fresh out, <laughs> first day out. <laughs> yes, he does. Like, hey, man, I got somebody for you. You know, he's fresh out, <laughs> Timothy Thatcher. <laughs> yes. Oh man! Well, hey, we'll get into. I almost want to just jump straight to that now, man. That, that right there, you know, we just got to talk about that. Uh, Timothy Thatcher, man. Yeah, oh, hey, man. man. I mean, not saying we got to go in order. That just that, that's just no, no, no. Let's go. Let's go. Let's start with that, man. All right. So, so Matt Riddle um, is is set to defend the tag team titles. Um, against the Undisputed Era, and he doesn't have his partner Pete Dunne because Pete Dunne is stuck in Europe because you know travel's restricted all over the world right now, and so you know he's he's trying to figure out who's tag team partner is going to be, and apparently Pete Dunne is the one that's trying to fig- you know get him his partner, but he won't tell Matt Riddle who this guy is. Um, also on the other side too, interestingly enough, no Kyle O'Reilly. Um, it was going to be Bobby Fish and Rod- Roderick Strong, which they didn't really address that on television at all. They didn't mention yeah. Kyle O'Reilly's name at all. Um, I'm assuming, you know, with not seeing him, that it has either he's in quarantine or he's injured. One of those two. So, you know, 
best of, best of wishes to Kyle O'Reilly with whatever his situation yeah, is. Yeah, same here, man. Hopefully he's okay because they didn't mention yeah. it, but, you know, we're thinking about you. So, um, you know, so, yeah, we have the, the, the new kind of – this is the first time I think we're seeing Bobby Fish and Roddy Strong team up together against Matt Riddle, and he doesn't have his usual partner. So two kind of makeshift versions of these two tag teams. And, what? yeah. Uh, we had the Undisputed Era come out first, and then Matt Riddle came out, and then there's a video package from Pete Dunn, <laughs> and Pete Dunn gets on there, and he's like, you know, I found somebody for you, you know, to, to be your tag team partner, you know, he's great, and he's, he's uh, Timothy Thatcher, and I've never seen Timothy Thatcher, I don't know, you know, Me either. anything about him, <laughs> so, you know, he came out, I was Nothing. like, Timothy Thatcher, <laughs> who's this? Right. He came out, and I mean, I guess you go from here, because you had the strongest opinion on I him. Was I was like, just like a what jail cell did he just get out, bro? <laughs> this dude had a mean walk, almost similar to like, Murder Hawk, don't even get in my way, bro, I'm, I'm ready to get to these fisticuffs. Real quick, like he was just about business, no type of showman. I'm now about that flip it, floppy. I'm just about put. I'm just all about putting my fist to your head and putting <laughs> putting my arms to your legs. That's about it. Like that's all he wanted to do, man. Nothing in between. Oh man, he. I, I was like Timothy Timothy Thatcher, but he was he was just like a. He just remind me of a grimy, just a grimy wrestler, almost, uh, almost uh, a, a universe two of Orny Lurkin. I was I gonna can... say Orny Lurkin is who I thought of. <laughs> yeah, you know, right away I was thinking Orny Lurkin, Orny Lurkin, Danny Birch, like cut from that cloth. You know, just like no thrills, no frills, like just no BS wrestling, just 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 straight, just uh, stiff uh, wrestling, and and yeah, just kind of. I, I see what you mean in terms of that comparison because I definitely thought him too. Um, it's interesting because you you made him you actually sold him more than I felt like this match did because for me, you know, <laughs> I was looking at like I don't know how I feel. I don't know if I'm sold on on Timothy Thatcher. I felt like he his wrestling was just like it was okay, but I didn't like his selling. You know, I didn't. I felt like he was dragging his feet a little bit, and he was like Riddle's really fast, and Pete Dunne is typically keeping up with him, and they have great chemistry. Yeah. And Timothy Thatcher just was just there, and you know, he he did give me the no BS vibe. Like I'm just here to to do business. Like he was about just just wrestling the match. I'm not fist bumping with you. I'm not your bro. Yeah. Like I'm not doing yeah. any of that. Yeah. He was, saying, he was telling Matt Riddle like, get on him, stay on him. Yeah. Stay on them. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, yeah, just hearing you talk about it, man, I was like, man, I, I kind of want to watch this again just to get a second look because, you know, for me, I just was like, ah, I don't, I'm not, I wasn't completely into it. And, and I saw something on WWE.com, which made me think this is going to last a little bit because, you know, Pete Dunn, again, he's, he's, you know, not able to travel. And, you know, you had Matt Riddle saying, you know, talk to Pete. And me and Pete both want you to have this. And it was the tag team title. He was going to give it to him. Now, I don't know if it's like to officially make him and Riddle the tag team champions. But Timothy Thatcher, he said, no, you know, like you hold on to that. I'm going to help you defend those titles. When Pete Dunne comes back, then we can have a conversation. Um, So and then, yeah, that was that was pretty much the end of that. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Timothy Thatcher, just uh, the only thing that I do know is from what they said on the broadcast, which is that he is the longest reigning uh, heavyweight champion in Evolve. So he has that history. He wrestled all over the world. He's been in Japan. Yeah. Um, so he's been you know, around. I said fif- maybe 15 years in the game, if I heard correctly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's he was around 10 or 15 years in, the, yeah. in wrestling is what he's been. So, yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see the, the evolution of Timothy Thatcher, Timothy I'm sure, Thatcher. you know, in the in the weeks and months to come. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to give him a second look because, I, <laughs> again, the way that you described him, I'm like, that version of what you just described was really entertaining. What I saw, I was like, okay, you know, it's all right. I basically did the Pete Dunn shrug during the whole match. Like, yeah. mm, I guess. Okay. Well, that's we'll the let- vibe he put off, man. I was like, oh wow, this this guy doesn't, you know, he's he's serious all the time, doesn't play around, but like at the t- same time, like he was just fresh out out of Stateville right. prison or something like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. So they they ended up retaining. They they won. Uh, Timothy Thatcher, I think, tapped out Roderick Strong. Um, so, you know, they, they are successfully won that. It seems like this tag team of, uh, Indu Share is, is going to be the next opponent because we did yeah. have a promo yeah. uh, with them too, with Malcolm <laughs> Bivens, which again, just did nothing to sell no. them. Um, every time I see Malcolm Bivens too, I'm just like, dude, just, I think you need yeah. to go away. You You're not doing them like any you favors. just got off, man. Got off of FedEx Kinko's third <laughs> shift, closed late. Just left. Got to do this side gig at NXT. Manage these guys. Try to bring them up. That's, like, that's the that's the vibe you put off for me, man. I'm sorry, man. FedEx or Kinkos. Oh <laughs> man. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's nothing. Nothing fancy about him, man. He's just. Oh, I don't man. know. He's just. It, I'm just not sold. I'm not, he's just so goofy. He just seems like just a just a, a clown when he's with them, man. Like it just makes it hard to take them seriously as a, as a team. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we'll see. But it seems inevitable that you know it, it's it's going to be them that's going to be the ones to to challenge for those tag team titles and potentially win them. Um, but yeah, just yeah. What do you not, think? Not of, looking forward. Uh, because uh, we, we didn't even mention that too during the match, uh, Dexter Loomis. Oh my goodness! Lurking around. That was my favorite part. Yes, that was my favorite part. So <laughs> I think it was the undisputed era. You know, they were on the outside and they look over in the corner. It's basically a shadowy area of the yes. ring, right? In the yes. shadows is Dexter Loomis just standing there, staring <laughs> at the match, just in the corner, in the shadows, with this orange spotlight on him. And yeah, he just has that cold, just like serial killer Death stare. stare. Doesn't blink at all because I'm at trying all. to make sure he doesn't. He doesn't blink. He doesn't blink. I don't know yeah, how he not, does it, man. It's not blinking. It's not, not blinking. blinking. Just it's, looking at, staring at the match. Yeah, it's observing. Creepy. It's very. It, it was. He's I don't just know. Watching. They're like I, right. I don't know his intentions by that. Because it's a tag staring. team match, and he's, he's you know, just staring. He's just, <laughs> right. Happening? Do something, please. <laughs> oh, oh man, man. That, was that, yeah, that was great. That was great. That was so random too. I didn't expect it him was. To be there. Just out of all the wrestlers, like, <laughs> Bobby Fish was like, what, what is that? What's going on over there? It's just Dexter Lewis in the shadows, lurking and staring. Uh. 
<laughs> it was yeah, great, man. man. So yeah, no, it, it, definitely don't want to miss that. That was definitely the my favorite moment of that whole match, really. Yes. Um, so now to to go back, let's go back to the beginning of the show. Uh, we had Finn Balor. Um, his first uh, matchup in a while, I think since, yeah, we hadn't seen him in a minute. Yeah, uh, going against Fabian Eichner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was this was match of the night, man. This match was great. Just first match, and Ooh. these two went out there and just tore it down. Yeah. Um, Fabian Eichner, I mean, he this stood guy, out to me. he's awesome. Yeah. He's so awesome. That man, like, that man was like, I'm strong too, Finn Balor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got muscles, so he showed oh, them off. He man. showed off his power in this man. I was impressed by Fabian yeah. Iker. Well, even something as simple as uh, you know, just just throwing him into the corner, like he whipped him into the turnbuckle. Yeah, that whiplash, Finn, man. Oh my god, Finn had this red mark on his back like the yes. whole match after that. Yep. It was crazy. So yeah, just just. Great stiff matchup by two guys who were just super talented, and I mean, of course, we all know Finn Balor is amazing. Oh yeah, know? but yeah, Fabian Eichner. It's like it's just another reminder of just how great he is, how athletic he is, how strong he is. Like the combination of power and just wrestling acumen. Yes, man. like he, he could really man. be something. Yes, hell yeah, man. I totally agree because he he definitely stood out, you know, into in this match to me. Even though Finn Balor looked good as well. Like yeah. Fabian Eichner, man, he he was doing some good stuff. Just definitely in the power game, like like you said, when he kept on whiplashing Finn Balor in the corner, just showing how powerful he was, and doing like this this back suplex and just kind of just tossing uh, in the corner a little bit, man. It, it was just like, oh man, something about I, I like when somebody can show off their how strong they are and do it well. You know, it definitely piques my interest, and he did that very well. Uh, Fabian Eichner against. Finn Balor. Now, yeah, for Finn cool. Balor, he he yeah. was looking like a megastar, man. I love his his like those mud stumps he does, and he does it so violent. Yeah, you know, he just keep on stumping you and stumping you, and he just you know he's stumping him with a purpose, man. Like he just want to stump you to death almost. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, man. And I love how he does that, man. It, it was a good win for him too, man. It was it was a great win for him overall. Like he just, he looked like a million bucks. He just now it's it's so. Awesome too to me from a story perspective that you know heel or face doesn't seem to matter right now with Finn. Nah, they, they, not that's for him. not the story. That's <laughs> he's he's just Finn. Period. Yeah. Like when it comes to uh, me, right? Exactly. Like he wants what he wants. You know, what I'm saying he Prince. wants the NXT UK Championship. You know, and he's he's gonna go through Walter to get it. You know, and and so no yep. one's gonna stop him. Period. not gonna stop him. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just a great matchup. But then later on, you know, we had a whole other thing happen, <laughs> which kind of uh, man, it was amazing. And I'm like, well, so what? Hey, direction man, he are said we the going wrong now? words. He said the wrong words, man. Watch your mouth. Oh, <laughs> Watch your mouth. Oh my god. Well, I mean, hey, let's let's just get right into that too. Oh, uh, let's like, do it. Just let's fuck do the it. order, man. Let's just yeah. go through it. So, all throughout the night, you know, you had Velveteen Dream waiting for Adam Cole to meet with him because that was being built up. Like, they were going to have a conversation about, you know, a potential matchup. Um, ah, but yes. Adam Cole did not show up. And then there's a video of Adam so Cole no that show. shows up. And, you know, he's at his home, you know, chilling. He's got, you know, his drink in his hand. And he's got the belt on his shoulder, <laughs> you know, sitting there. He's like, hey, Velveteen Dream, you don't deserve race. a title shot. 
He's like, no one deserves a title shot. Just to sum up basically what he was saying. He's like, nobody deserves <laughs> right. a championship it's shot. It's the reality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, let's just, yeah, this is the reality. You know, like, he's he's Adam Cole, greatest champion of all time. You know, and he's, he's no one deserves a shot now. So, which I, th- I thought that was an interesting way to, to turn it. Like, it's one thing to say that Velveteen Dream doesn't deserve a shot. But now that he's saying no one deserves mm-hmm. a shot. Yeah, that's that's I don't know. That's that's tweaking things a little bit to the point where I think I'm I'm almost back on the train of we might see Adam Cole get ready to lose this belt. Oh, uh, don't say that. Don't bit. say yeah. that. Yes. Is. Um, so <laughs> so we had Velveteen Dream go out to a podium that was out there uh, to address the fact that Adam Cole didn't meet with him and. You know, he was he was getting ready to, to just address the whole situation. And he starts, you know, talking about Adam Cole. And he, he gives him credit. He gives him you props. Know, he, yeah, he said, you know, that Adam Cole is is arguably, like, what's, what's what he say? He said uh, he's arguably the greatest champion of all time. He's yep. undisputedly the longest reigning champion of all time. Mm-hmm. Now, the camera kind of turns a little bit and you see Finn Balor standing back there, right? And then, you know, he walks up a little bit and Velveteen Dream can feel him walking up, so he turns yeah. around. Oh, my God. Yeah, like he sensed the vibe. He was like, take off his glasses. He was like, what the hell turns around? Yep. Yep. So, yeah, he sees Finn. Finn's looking at him and Finn's like, I don't know you. I don't like you, and up until this point, I haven't said one single word to you. <laughs> so this will be my first. I, I wrote it down, man. I'm like, I, I want to get that. Oh, yeah, said. okay. He said, when you talk about the greatest NXT champion of all time, you're looking at him. So be careful, <laughs> because ignorant comments will get you a date with the prince. Oh, I said, man. oh, my goodness. Uh, but the was, dream response was was priceless, though. <laughs> yeah, he said. He said. <laughs> said a date with the prince, huh? Okay. Well, why don't you be a gentleman, Finn, and pick the dream up next Wednesday night? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, I, was like, oh I wrote. God. I wrote down. I wrote down. Finn was not amused. Death stare. That's yes. all. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Finn's looking like, at him like. I got to destroy this dude. That's that's the look he had. Like, I'm about to destroy this dude. (laughs) Yeah, man. If looks could kill, man, dream would be in a million pieces. Better watch your mouth, man. We talking about the greatest NXT champion ever, man. So, that, (laughs) I I love that because Finn taking that pride in that, now it brings up the Adam Cole thing all over again. Oh, it does. So, (laughs) is this leading back to Finn and Adam Cole? I think so. I think we're we're heading in that collision course. Man. Uh, we're heading down that road. Man. Yeah, because he 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 man, he he made it a point to approach, you know, Finn Balor, the dream and let him know like, "Hey, <laughs> watch your mouth." <laughs> Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful, man. Like, watch your mouth. You're going to have a date with the prince. <laughs> I was like, "Damn." Yeah. Okay. Man. He I like this really attitude, really, man. Yeah. Like, like you said, like he's, like he's pretty, like he's has a lot of pride about being like I'm the greatest mm-hmm. NXT champion ever. I'm the greatest champion ever. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. 
Well, my boy okay, Adam so, Cole, the so, longest this, reigning this, champion. This is this is where I'm going. So I, I need to ask you. I'm All putting right. you on the spot. All right. All right. So Finn said what he said. Right, you, okay. You, when you talk about the greatest NXT champion of all time, yes. you're looking at him. Adam Cole is is already saying, you know, he's the greatest NXT champion of all time. He he's the longest reigning. That's undisputed. Yes. That is undisputed. There's yep. no disputing. Yep. He's the longest reigning yep. champion of all time. That's right. But you, who is the greatest NXT champion of all time? Well, I would have to go with. The, with the work rate and work history. So I will probably have to lean slightly to Adam Cole because he's been defending his championship as well. You know, just not in the pay-per-views, but even the house shows have been seen. We've seen on that on that uh, documentary or that promo for the the, the NXT championship baby tour. Like we saw that, you know, Adam uh, matches against uh, Keith Lee like we we saw that so he's been showing that he's you know he he's been a fighting champion having these match of the years with Johnny Gargano showing that he's willing to to put it all out there like yeah man he is the greatest champion and he's the longest reigning too he he gets that smoke he deserves that like okay you, you know I get it Finn you know my future is gonna meet my past yeah I get that but your, your time has come no nah, man, Adam Cole, man. It's about to cement his name in history right here. Man. I knew you were going to say that. I just needed to hear you say it because oh, I yeah. just, you know, of if course. I'm saying Adam Cole with you know, with anything, you're probably gonna take Adam Cole's side, which is fine. I mean, Adam Cole is, is awesome. He's great, you know, and he's, he's been serious. doing well. He's been doing he, great work. He's 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 doing great. He's doing great. He's awesome, you know, he's he's uh you know, definitely earn being, you know, in the debate and conversation for sure. And, you know, the thing about this is with Finn saying that, it kind of made me pause and say, gosh, you know, like, I feel like it was so when Finn left and went to, to Raw, you know, and, and then just had his run there on the quote unquote main roster, um, that it was easy to just kind of forget and put aside like everything that he had done for, for this time that he had been away and now him coming back, it's kind of reasserted, like, okay, what his impact was on NXT. You know, like, he, he I think he had an undefeated record for a while, and Samoa Joe beat him, and then, you know, he he regained the title from him. It was, like, a little bit back and forth there, but, you know, it, it makes me want to go back and, like, watch and research, like, Finn Balor's, you know, run on NXT, because, you know, I do feel like during that time period, you know, Finn Balor, it was... He was a monster, man. Like he was, he was crazy. And whenever he bring the demon, like he was just on another level. And those takeovers, you know, just experience that again. I feel like if we do a deep dive on both of these guys, this this will be a, a, an interesting conversation to, to oh, have yeah. to really, you know, compare the accolades. Compare I think we should do that, man. I, I yeah. you know, I'll go and do my deep dive, go in the books, check my check check my eye, dot my eyes, cross my t's. Yeah, and we just have a debate about this good old fashioned debate. Yeah, I think so. I think that would be that that'd be a good one for for next week's show, just to kind of compare Finn Balor and Adam Cole. I'm I'm down for that. It, I think that'd be a lot of fun. All right, Finn Balor, he him coming out like that and getting pissed off, it kind of yeah. made me feel like, ooh, I, I, I want to apologize, you know, and say, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, 
you know, all respect to the prince, man. <laughs> like, it makes me want to call him the greatest of all time just because, you know, when he came out and he was that pissed off, I'm like, let me just go ahead and look just to, you know, relive that because I know he, I can yeah. easily say he's one of the greatest NXT champions of all time. That, that yeah. goes without a doubt. And, I can say you know, too. I, I think the top two, you know, it makes sense to say the two guys with the longest title range would be the two that you would consider the most. It makes a whole lot of sense. So between Finn and Adam Cole, that's the closest debate. And, yeah, I, I want to go back. I want to look at it. And, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll discuss oh, yeah. that in depth. Oh, yeah. um, I can't wait. I'll definitely do my homework on that one. <laughs> cool. cool. That's going to be fun. That's it is fun. decided. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, um, let's see here. We had – let's go back to some of these other matches we had during the night here. So, Zia Lee had a matchup against Aaliyah. We won't go into that with much detail, but basically Aaliyah took credit for the Zia Lee attack um, that yeah. happened during the qualifying matchup for the number one contender's ladder match that um, Io Shirai ended up winning by replacing Zia Lee. So, Aaliyah took credit for that, and Zia Lee got a revenge and just basically kicked the the shit out of Aaliyah during this matchup. That's really what it was. Yeah. It was basically a squash. Uh, Aaliyah didn't really do much. She ran away for a little bit. Zia Lee beat her. Enough said. I don't know. You said anything you wanted to add to that? Because nah, man. Enough said. You said it well. Enough said. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, we had our first matchup for the interim Cruiserweight title tournament. Yeah. And we also had the brackets kind of broken down a little bit with the, the wrestlers that will be in it. Uh, I do have that. The group yes, A's and group B. Yeah. So the two groups uh, we have in group A. It's uh, Kushida, Tony Nese, Drake Maverick, and Jake Atlas, which is going to be kind of weird. Um, Drake Maverick, we already know Drake Maverick has been released, and he's still going to be competing. And he yes. actually put out a video, really Very emotional, heartfelt, heartfelt video yes. about just his situation. So, you know, shout out to Drake Maverick, man. Like, it's just... We, we feel for you, man, with, with all this going on. It's just really, it's just got to be super awkward to, to be competing and, and being in the situation. But he said he's going to give it his all. So, you know, I'll be rooting for him from the standpoint of just wanting him to just go out there and, and be the best version of himself. So, you yeah, know, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking for. But, yeah, we got that as Group A. Again, Jake Atlas was the last guy there. And then Group B, uh, we have uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Jake Gallagher, uh, Akira Tozawa and El Hijo del Fantasma, which is the son of uh, El Fantasma, or Fantasma is also ghost in, in Spanish, I guess. So yeah, um, which he's making his debut. I think it's next week. We'll we'll see him in his qualifying uh, or in his uh, uh, bracket matchup uh, coming up here pretty soon. But um, yeah, man, interesting layout too they have for this tournament. So basically. Uh, what they're doing is with these two groups, each person from each group is going to face each other at least uh, once. Uh, they do the yeah. same format in soccer, essentially. So for the World Cup, anybody that watches that, you know, like you have your different groups and each team will play all the other three teams at least once. Whoever has the most points from each group, they move on. So same thing with this. Whoever has the most points from group A and group B, they're going to move on to face each other in the interim Cruiserweight title championship matchup. So that's how this is going to work. Um, fun, fun uh, format here. We have a lot of matchups, a lot of, a lot of things yeah. to talk it's about. Interesting format too, man, but I like yeah. it though. You yeah, know? it's different. It's different. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So yeah, in the first matchup was uh, Tozawa and Isaiah Sword Scott. Um, and yeah, I, I was surprised that uh, Tozawa was the one that got the victory. I actually thought Swerve was going to win this matchup. 
Me too, man. Right? You know, just based <laughs> off that finish, uh, because I, I'm just skipping ahead, but just a little bit. I think towards yeah. the end of the match, Isaiah Swerve got, hit him with his finish called the house call, mm-hmm. but uh, Akira Tozawa kicked out. But I'm thinking when he went and hit his finisher on Isaiah Swerve, I'm thinking, all right, he's going to kick out. But it was he just a, it was a one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. It was a know, damn good competitive match, though. Absolutely. Yeah, they was going counter for counter. Yeah, I love the matchup, you know, overall. You know, the, these two guys, um, yeah, they match up very well. Uh, Kira Tozawa, it's crazy because it was three years ago that he was Cruiserweight champion. Which I was like, man, it's been that long? It didn't feel like it's been, it was that long ago that he was champion. Um, and also, he was only champion for about a week, they said, or less than a week is, is how long his title ring went. So that, that's, that sucks, you know, that he just had such a an, an insignificant title ring so long ago. I so know. having this win was cool. Um, I just, you know, I, I guess predictions aside, it was cool seeing him get this win. Um, but I was surprised by it. And to your point, too, um, I was surprised that he kicked out of Swerve's finisher and his finisher just worked flawlessly. So. Yeah, man. He hit him pinpoint accurate on the head. You heard it. It was a stiff. It sounded stiff, but I was like, how the hell did he kick out? Right. It made no sense. Like, it should have been a, a three count. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird booking on that one. Um, you know, and I don't... Uh, here, here's where I was kind of hesitating to talk about when it came to the predictions, but I just... I don't see Akira Tozawa winning this tournament. You know, I think that... You know, it's kind of set up for probably this new uh, debuting star um, to to be in the final, potentially, uh, El Hijo del Fantasma. And, you know, I would say the other person would be Kushida. I think Kushida is the most likely to come out of Group A. I think Group A really is clearly not as strong as Group B. Yeah. Group B is so competitive. <laughs> it Group A, is. it's like... Kushida and then these other guys is how it goes. <laughs> you know like because Kushida was built up as like an undefeated you know dude like he was just going he was a was almost legendary person that everybody wanted to have a match with yeah and now you know he's in there with Tony Nese and you know no disrespect to Drake Maverick ball just, him up like a pretzel yeah like <laughs> <laughs> you know just just yeah Kushida I feel like I just go out on a limb and say Kushida's winning that group uh, group B, it's up for grabs, but I feel like when you're debuting this new guy, it just seems like, yeah, the, you, you wouldn't debut him and then have him lose immediately. No. So. It'll be a bad look. Right. Right. Like, what are but, you doing? Yeah. But Jack Gallagher, though, that's a nice little dark horse because he's gone through a little bit of a transformation. Transformation, huh? man. This man got got the prison tats on the chest now, man. It's like, I'm a little <laughs> yeah. tough now. I got a little street cred. Right. To my to my bio, <laughs> so that yeah maybe maybe something for him you know happens I don't know because he's he's trying to reinvent himself and and I like right, it man. I like it overall I, see, I think he man. needed it too yeah <laughs> not the not the gentleman uh, look but you know it's going for more little tough serious look I, it's, it's different it's cool yeah. I like I like that too so I like I like his artwork you got going on yeah. So we'll see, man. But I, I always, I mean, we talked about this. Tournaments are awesome. Uh, so this it one, is. it'll be fun to watch this one for the weeks to come. Yeah. 
So then, uh, let's see, Tegan Knox and Raquel Gonzalez. So Raquel Gonzalez had her first matchup on NXT, first singles matchup. Um, and yeah, this one, I mean, really showed off the power game for Raquel Gonzalez. She looked yeah. like a powerhouse, just kind of throwing around Tegan Knox. It felt inevitable that she was going to win this matchup. I thought, oh my God, it's just a matter of time before she wins. <laughs> Dakota up? Kai was cheating too. She did a, a, a boot to the face of, of Tegan Knox at one point. I'm like, how is Tegan Knox supposed to do anything this matchup? Like, this is over with. You know, but then uh, she did have some assistance here. We had, oh man, why am I dropping her name? It Shotzi. was. Shotzi, there were Shotzi Blackheart. Thank you. Yep. Shotzi Blackheart came out, uh, hit uh, Dakota Kai with her helmet, and then um, yeah, De- uh, Tegan Knox took advantage of that and rolled up Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, just just packaged her one, two, three, got the win, and rolled the hell out of there and, and got away as fast as you could from Raquel <laughs> Gonzalez. But um, yeah. yeah, man, I just. I was I was I was surprised because again Raquel Gonzalez just looked so strong and was just so dominant in this matchup. But uh, power yeah, game was looking very yeah man. Power game was looking very strong from Raquel Gonzalez man. You know I'm like oh there's no way that she's losing this. But you know you get rolled up with the most you know devastating move the the quick roll up. You know <laughs> it happens. <laughs> work on your power. Work on your core game. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny too because in my notes I was I was writing about um, so Tegan Knox she had the Captain Marvel look you know and a big comic fan I was yeah. like you know oh it's cool she came out in Captain Marvel look but then she's going against Raquel Gonzalez I was gonna say well it wasn't enough like she needed more than that but then she did get more than that you know and help from Shotzi Blackheart so it just my notes were just so fluid through the whole thing because I was getting ready to just be like. <laughs> Wow, like she just got dominated, and I'm just writing my notes about that. And sure enough, something happened to flip, and I'm like, "Wait, really? Like, get the win, so you can knock, right?" right. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was an interesting turn. But hey, I mean, they're now we're gonna get a tag team matchup next week uh, between these four women. It's just gonna cool. be Tegan Knox and Shotzi yeah. Blackheart versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez, which should be a fun matchup. So that that's say hey, we we win in that one because all of them are really oh, yeah. talented. Most definitely, man. By the way, man, Raquel Gonzalez, man, she got some nice uh, theme music too. It's like a grunge, yeah. heavy metal. I was like, man, that's some, that's some nice uh, theme music, entrance music. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I, the first time we got to see her entrance, uh, it was really cool. Um, so yeah, man, they're they're building her up. Uh, I like it. She's she's gonna be a star. I can see it already. Um, so then we had uh, so the aforementioned Dexter Loomis um, had a match with Miles. Swear to God, man, that's Stranger Things, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is strange, man. He's just all just all sorts of creepy. But yeah, man, didn't blink. Uh, went out there and just took care of Litherin. Could not keep his eyes off of Tahuti Miles. You know, he came out and like uh, I don't know, he had a hat. With this this whole get up, basically just just you know trying to be as stylish as possible. And Dexter Lewis yeah. is looking at him like just staring at him. And Tootie Miles is like, "Is anybody home? Like, what what you looking at? What you looking at?" And yeah, Dexter Miles just destroyed him after that. Hit him with he some tried. very stiff blows. It was like a quick combo. You just heard him just smack the hell out of his back. It was on like, his back. It was yeah. like. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Why? And it replayed it, too, so you could hear it. Man. That was rough. Just side, like, almost juked, sidestep, real smooth. 
turned around. He was right. behind him. Man, like what? How did this happen? Oh man, it's like he instant transmission behind him. You know. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z reference. Like two. Shit's done. Oh man, I wish I wish the referee that that referee was there. That usually is there for Allison Black. Got that look, usually anime look with that stuck face. Just. Oh, he'd be perfect. <laughs> he'd be perfect. They need to have a referee on NXT that that's that animated for, yes. for Dexter Loomis matches because yeah, this warrants it, man. This dude is is creepy. That's my face. <laughs> that referee that you're talking about, that's my face when I'm watching Dexter Loomis. Like what? Yeah. What? Oh, what if yeah. Dexter Lewis made a surprise? Made a surprise and and fought Alistair Black because since they technically in the same building now. Yeah, hey, that would be that would be fun. That would be fun. I would I would like that. You know, if if they did something <laughs> with those two guys, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it would be a staring contest. You know, <laughs> first the two of them looking at each other, sitting down. <laughs> yep, I was legs All crossed, slithering around, sitting. just staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a little bit slithery around Alistair while yes. his legs are crossed Indian style in the middle of the He's just nonstop slithering around looking at Alistair Black, not blinking. Not blinking at all, man. Just like, <laughs> what is going on? Uh, that would be the weirdest thing I ever see. <laughs> Seriously. It needs to happen. It needs to happen. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All right, so let's let's talk about Charlotte. Uh, this video that she she had. So um, I thought Charlotte was going to be there in person, honestly, from the way that they built this up, that she was going to be there to yeah, to same here. The NXT Women's Division a lesson, but it was a video. But that was fine. Um, so basically, what this video was about is is her touting herself as the greatest of all time, and she said that she is someone who has basically, or is going to be known as someone who's dominated three generations. Past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. And she went down the list, man, and broke it down. She yes. said in the past, she beat Natalia for the NXT Championship, for the first NXT Championship she won. Facts. She she uh, ended Nikki Bella's record-breaking title reign. She defeated Paige when Paige was seen as one of the best ever. She defeated Trish Stratus, who came back you know, to, to go against her. Um, in the present, she tapped out all three <laughs> of the other horsewomen, <laughs> tapped them all out. She's beaten Alexa Bliss, Naomi, Carmella. She ended Asuka's undefeated streak. She left Ronda Rousey a broken woman. Now she's here for the future of NXT. You know, she called out, well, she mentioned Io Shirai's normal contender. Rhea Ripley is going to piece herself back together and eventually come back. But specifically, she mentioned Mia Yim, which I kind of... Threw me a little bit. Right. I was like, I was like huh? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> yeah. It was great, though, too. Right. Like, they oh, pulled man. a history. They showed some footage. She yeah. said her first match in NXT. Uh, and they showed a, a young Mia Yim, man, who was still, still, I guess, finding out her different type of character. More like yeah, a Chun-Li she, style. Right. She, uh, <laughs> outfit was, she was yeah, wearing. It was basically a Street what, Fighter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a street fighter character, man. From that to this, man, just yeah, it was, it's definitely been a transformation for her. But yeah, I, I didn't even you know know about that about them that that was Charlotte's first matchup on NXT, and then she mentioned like, hey, that the fact that they're in the same place at the same time and look where their careers have gone, yes. that she was going to be gracious. And give her the first lottery ticket. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> she is just something else, man. Like, Charlotte is on one right now. But, hey, she's she's 
it's hard to argue with her, you know. It is, man. The way she broke it down. It was all facts. I I couldn't disagree. I was just stating facts, facts, another set of factual statements. That's all it was. It's a pure fact. She broke it. She broke it down. Yeah. It was great, man. She said, you know, once she beats me again, Regal can line them all up. And then after she beats them all, there'll be no debate, no doubt that she's the greatest of all time, past, (laughs) present, and future. (laughs) Wow. Damn. That is the queen, man. She was like, they're all going to know. They're going to have to bow down. That's what they're going to have to know. Wow. She's acting like the queen she is. Like, I I guess rightfully so. Yeah. Like, she has, man. It's hard to argue when when she was saying everything, she was lining yeah. everything up. I was just like, "Wow, yeah, this is yeah. this is a great resume." I mean, I, just anybody would love to say they did one of those things, you know, like ending Oscar's undefeated streak, beating Nikki Bella's longest reign, reign. title reign at that time. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many things that she's tapped out. All three yeah. of the other four horses, beating Paige, taking yeah, beating Paige, being Trish Stratus, yeah, like all these man. accolades, man. She didn't even mention the fact that she meant a main invented Wrestlemania like she didn't even throw that in there she talked about leaving Ronda broken but that was from their Survivor Series matchup like she didn't talk about the fact that she actually main evented a Wrestlemania first women's match ever she just by the way cherry on the top right there why not yeah man (laughs) why you might as well why you why you at it why you boasting I love too. She was saying like um, with NXT that all she had heard is that NXT has the best women's oh, division of man. all three brands. Yes, and I was like, ooh, and she's like, and they proved it at Survivor Series when they yep. won that match. Another another set of facts, man, and that's why she's down there. It, not down. I'm sorry, I keep on saying down. Why? She, that's yeah. why she's at NXT. Yes, yes. So yeah, just I love how she. She broke it down for herself, and then in that moment, she put over the women's division in NXT. Because we've said it here. I mean, the NXT women's division is the best women's division in all of wrestling. Best, the strongest. Like, it's, it's it just, is. Yeah. Hands down. That's why Charlotte's there. She she instantly put them on the map right now. Instantly. Yeah. Just just because she said, because NXT has the strongest women's division. Yep. The strongest yep. out of all yep. the brands. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's clear, clear as day, man. Yep. I mean, it's just it's, it's right there. Yo yep. Shirai, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley. I mean, you go down the line, man. There's just so many of these women there. They're just great. Mia Yim, she mentioned there too. Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez that we just talked about. You know, you got new stars that they're building it's too. It's deep too. Blackheart. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's crazy. Just love it, man. I mean, they lost Bianca Belair just now, and it still feels like, Wow. They're still stacked. <laughs> like, yeah, they're still so stacked. Ready. Exactly. Yeah. They're still stacked. They're still good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. No, Shannon Baszler, she's she's on Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's still stacked. It's just it's the it's the best. It's the best division. But probably in terms of just even divisions, like you take the the women's out of it, and just say, hey, like the best of competitive division in wrestling. Yeah. Like period. that the women's division and I'd say AEW's tag team division, those two right uh, now are the most competitive divisions I would are. say in they wrestling. Are. Good like, point. You can put they, them neck and neck at each other. Yeah. You, you can yeah, pick. Like, you know, and I won't even disagree. You can pick and choose if you prefer the women's over the tag team or tag team over the women's. Yeah. Yeah, like either one, man. They're yep. both just so competitive and so fun. And you can just pick and choose teams or wrestlers from each division to match up. And you're going to get a great match. So, yeah, man. It's it's 
it's fun watching either one of those divisions at work right now. But yeah, man, big shout out to the women's division NXT because they are just so so entertaining, so fun, and and putting in work, man. And they've they've earned that respect. So yeah, man, it's awesome. It's awesome, man. So the last thing that happened on this show was Tommaso Ciampa was gonna address the situation with Johnny Gargano. So, you know, it was touted, you know, throughout the night, you know, what is Tommaso Ciampa going to say? Johnny Gargano had a tweet, I can't wait to hear what Tommaso Ciampa has to say, you know, and then they even said the words like, is Tommaso Ciampa going to say Johnny Gargano is the better man? I'm like, wow, they're going that route, huh? Yeah. To really try to end this thing. I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. I didn't think gonna, he was going to say He's just going to dagger me and twist that knife. <laughs> I didn't think. Look, I, I actually did not think they were going to have Tommaso Ciampa say. I think he did. Deep down, I, I think he did. I didn't. I did not think they were going to. When when they said it, I was I was rooting for it. I was like, yes, see? come on, Tommaso. See? Just, but I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought he was going to say like, okay. You were like he was gonna twist it some way to make it seem like yeah he was better at cheating or he was better at being devious or whatever you know just put to put a negative light on it but he just straight up said it like I'm done with it I told you I'm done with it I'm done with with Candice with you and you were the better man I was like what he said it yeah he said it he said it Bravo finally Tommaso yeah. finally. Good for you, man. Like, <laughs> we, can, we can move forward now. Everybody, we can take a deep breath together. <sighs> just, you know, it's, it's done. Yeah, it's it done. is. It's done. Let's move on. Because clearly, we, got, we already moved on. <laughs> it's, it's, at some point, we will come back to it maybe in a year or so, you know, down the line. I think still. I think it's going to happen. You could be right. This, this you few, could be right. This, yeah, right. but for now, still, for the still first... feels brand new, you know, still fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My man Johnny Gargano, congratulations, man! Oh, you won, man. you won. But um, ah. well, shout out, shout out to you though, <laughs> shout out to you though, because you predicted something that ended up happening here at the end, though. So as Tommaso is saying, you know, like he's Johnny Gargano is the better man. He was going to say something else, and he gets pulled. It from out of nowhere, yeah. out of the camera's sight, and it's just getting a beatdown. Vicious. Like, you just hear, like, stuff getting thrown around, and Tommaso Ciampa like, oh, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, he's getting destroyed. Like, I'm like, what is happening? And then he falls in front of the camera, and then you see uh, someone, a woman's boot. And then you see it's it's Killer Cross. We all yeah. know by now it's this guy Killer Cross who has a TikTok <laughs> video that's going, uh-huh. and he goes over to Monster Chompa's head and he's like TikTok, and then that's that's it. He just we just went we just went off the air. So yeah, uh, you you had said because I think we had a, we had a uh, quick debate about you know who Killer Cross would potentially go after. Mm-hmm. I was saying maybe Johnny Gargano and Candice because he was looking at them. When you know they had left the, the warehouse where they just had this matchup, but you had predicted it would be Tommaso Ciampa because he's the face, and probably Killer Cross is going to be a heel. So it seems like that's where we're at. That they're just going to start off with Killer Cross as a heel, and it's going to be Tommaso Ciampa. Oh man, it's just like uh, Tommaso Ciampa. He is first at bat and <laughs> see what is Killer Cross has to offer with this special possible. Uh, partner, maybe Scarlet Bordeaux. 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 Maybe is that what we're setting up? Possibly, if it is, that'd be cool. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, with the whole sexy black leather she's wearing, I guess, possibly. <laughs> it was just the boot. Yeah, just the we boot, just saw but, the, the boot know, down. Usually when yeah. people wear that, they're wearing some type of leather. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if he's got like a, a gimmick that, I don't know, is something like, I hate to say vampire thing or whatever, just goth-like uh, gimmick, but it feels like something inspired like me by look. that. I don't, what's that? Like a grunge look? Yeah. I, I feel like it's... Cause, I saw a little bit of him on on YouTube. So I've never seen you know him wrestle or knew about him really until they started doing these videos and I started doing research. But um, you know, I'm guessing yeah, there's like a goth thing to him, or maybe it's grunge. But um, we'll see. You know, I think it's it's just to be determined with him, like whether you know how he's going to be and and what we'll think of him um, overall. Um, for Tommaso Ciampa. I think uh, it's nice to, one, just move on from Johnny Gargano and just tell his own story. Um, and then, you know, with, with this guy, Killer Cross, I feel like he's, this helps him establish himself as, you know, the new kind of uh, big face on the, of, the, of the company. Mm-hmm. You know, because with Johnny being, you know, this heel persona, you know, that he's, you know, morphing into right now. Um, there's this void that there'll be, you know, for that. And Finn Balor's not that guy. We talked about it. Finn Balor's beyond face and heel at this point. Yes. Um, Velveteen Dream is kind of in that same boat too, where I don't really see him as a like a heel face or, or healer. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. know, with uh, with Tommaso, I-, I could see that. I could see him, and even in his own way, he'll still be somewhat, you know, Tommaso Ciampa. You know, he, he still wants his Goldie. He, he still will. can be kind of devious and, and all that. But we'll see. Um, he got to go through this uh, big hurdle. He got obstacle course. He has in his way. He's gonna get sympathy. He's gonna get yeah. a lot of sympathy from from the crowd and from fans and well, not the crowd, crowd, but like you know, fans at home and people watching. Like I think he's he will be the the baby face and you know I think in this matchup he's he's up against it a little bit man because this dude I think they're gonna set him up as being similar to what we're seeing in, in AEW yeah. with this uh this murder hawk <laughs> yeah they've been setting him up man getting all these promo videos that you've seen and he's now he gets to take on one of NST's biggest stars Tommaso Ciampa yep. you know and it's one of the last segments that you see is his face saying TikTok so they, yep. it seems like they have invested a lot of stock uh in this guy named Killer Cross. And I like the name too, Killer Cross, man. It's uh it's you know, scary, frightening, I guess, and appears to be uh, a typical heel name as well. Well not typical, but you know, it's a heel name though. Yeah. So I like that as well. My question for you though is, you know, since Johnny Gargano is basically separating himself from this now, what do you think yeah. does he go? Do you, do you think I, I could see him probably go that North American route and mm. be in and be that heel character to go against Keith Lee. Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think you just nailed it right there. To be honest with you, I didn't mm. have a specific idea where they were going. You know, mm-hmm. I just was been have been so wrapped up in the Tommaso the Ciampa Johnny Gargano uh, feud. That you know, I hadn't really given that much thought as to the next opponent for for him, short of Killer Cross. If you know, based off of what I saw in that video, I wasn't sure of which way they're going to go with Killer Cross. 
But, you know, now that we know this, I think that makes a lot of sense that he would go against uh, Keith Lee. They also did build up Keith Lee a little bit in this episode. They yeah. talked about um, his his lead up to becoming a wrestler and that he was, uh, you know, uh, wanted to, to be a wrestler at a, at a young age. His grandmother got him into it. Um, and then he like stole his own car to be able to go to a show <laughs> to compete with uh, Mick yeah. Foley, and then got kicked out of his house for it because his family was not a, was not about it. Yeah, so even he was his homeless. grandmother was. Um, and then yeah, he just basically made a huge sacrifice in order to live his dream, and here he is, North American champion. So they are setting up Keith, and that's another thing too. As I'm as I was talking about Sebastian Champa, uh, Keith Lee also is really set up as a, as probably the. One of the the new big faces of mm-hmm. of NXT when it comes to baby faces, so don't want to miss him. But uh, yeah, Keith Lee, Johnny Gargano, that could be another thing too. That with the with fans in general being just so behind um, uh, Keith Lee, that could be something that irks Johnny because people used to chant Johnny Wrestling, and now they're chanting Bask in His Glory. You know, in the same way that they used to chant Johnny Wrestling. So that might be something that, you know, there's a jealousy angle that they could play with Johnny, Johnny wrestling with that. Um, you know, and his ego is getting the better of him. Yep. He's become I can see that. New, yeah, like, he has a huge egomaniac, ego basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's a good point. You know, Johnny being that, uh, going that ego away because he's Johnny freaking wrestling. So, right. Yeah. You could say he's right. the best. Yep. Like I'm the best. Like he's wrestler. in love with that moniker. He's yes. in love with being Johnny wrestling. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you brought, but you, I didn't even think of that until you just brought that up. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I was just thinking about that as we were just talking about throughout this podcast, you know, as you was breaking down Killer Cross and Tommaso, I was instantly thinking about what about. Where does that leave Johnny? Yes. And I was, I'm like, who is the next biggest face? And I'm thinking instantly Keith Lee. And it makes sense yeah. now. You got Johnny Gargano being the heel. It could work very well. Yeah. For both, for both of them, I think that you know that's that's good. for all parties involved, really. Oh yeah, for for Tommaso, for Johnny, for Killer Cross, for Keith Lee, like this yeah. is it makes a lot of sense to pair up all these guys as, as we're seeing it. So you know we'll see if they they go with that. Maybe next week we get Johnny Gargano on TV and we see him or yeah. hear from him. Maybe and his mission his statement. Are. Yeah, and then Candice LeRae too. I'm curious what yeah do with her. Where so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Or at laughs> her exactly. Yeah, because with Candace, and I think what's what's uh, interesting about this whole situation too is if we had the fans there, I'm curious how they would react to Johnny and Candace. Mm-hmm. I feel like Johnny, I could see him getting the mixed boos and maybe some fans still cheering him, but mostly boos. I feel like Candace, I don't know that Candace would necessarily get booed until she, she said something negative. Maybe she's sticking up for her husband yeah. while well, yeah. booing well, him. Yeah. I think I was know, still low key chill, still cheer for her because I like Candace. Candace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Candace. yeah. <laughs> How can you be mad at Candace? I can't, <laughs> man. It's Candace LeRae, man. Her wrestling is like a, it's like God's gift, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, I praise like that, man. I can't be mad at Candace. She was just protecting her husband. I, I co-sign. Good for you, Candace. Yeah. It's fine. So, yeah, but um, I'm, I'm really curious to see what happens with, with both of them. You know, what, the first time we get to see them post this Johnny and Tommaso matchup. Yeah, had, man. Maybe you know. we'll get to, even uh, with Johnny Gargano, kicks out another rivalry with uh, Keith Lee. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome. 
Um, yeah, man. So that was this episode. We we pretty much hit everything that happened on the show. So any final uh, thoughts before we call it an episode? It was a very enjoyable episode of NXT. I enjoyed uh, what was his name? Uh, Thatcher. It, oh, it's Thatcher. Uh, it's, Timothy, Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, enjoy, you know, fresh out Timothy Thatcher with uh, Matt fresh Riddle. Clink. Right, man. Fresh out, man. Fresh out. <laughs> Big house. Uh, Vin, uh, Finn Balor, you know, confrontation with Valentine Dream was a thing of beauty. Thought I, I wouldn't see this anytime soon, but here we are right now. Uh, Dexter Loomis continues to intrigue me. <laughs> you know uh, I'm definitely intrigued by Dexter Loomis and uh, Raquel Gonzalez can, continues to impress me with her uh, power game wish she would she would have got that win against yeah. Tegan Knox. Uh I think Tegan Knox could have went could have uh, she, she could have afforded a loss and it would have made sense because Raquel was dominating exactly. that complete yep. match Akira Tozawa and uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott NXT Cruiserweight enjoyed that as well. Probably one of the best action pack counter for counter wrestling matches that I've seen right there. And uh, and then Finn Balor, man, matching a night right here against Fabian Eichner. It was like wrestling, you know, pillars going at it right here. Finn Balor putting on a show and then Fabian Eichner showing about his power game just and showing how agile he is too in the ring. So it was great. Yeah, I mean, ditto everything you just said. Uh, I'll just add to that the Charlotte Flair video ah, I thought yeah, was great in terms of just really her going down and just, just point for point saying why she will be known as the greatest of yes. all time. And, man, it's hard to argue with that resume that she listed mm-hmm. out. So that was awesome. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we talked about it, but Tommaso Ciampa with Killer Cross, you know, looking forward to that. And potentially Johnny Gargano and Keith Lee, man. I think that could be a really cool matchup for both guys establishing Johnny as a, as a new heel, uh, pushing Keith Lee further into that stratosphere of superstardom as a babyface. Uh, really excited for that. And, yeah, our breakdown next week of who is the greatest NXT champion of all time. Finn Balor <laughs> v. Adam Cole. That will be a lot of fun. So stay tuned yes. for that. Um, before we sign out, man, let people know where they can find us. Oh, of course. So definitely find us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Search for uh, Clark Street. On Twitter, search for Clark underscore wrestling. Find us there. Instagram, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. Facebook, search, you know, regular search, uh, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast as well. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you want to hear some new topics. Uh, Like, for instance, right now, we're going to, next week, it's already set up, special debate. uh, Finn Balor going against Adam Cole, who is the greatest NXT champion ever. So, should be fun. And you can always listen to that on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, iHeart, all those wonderful, amazing podcast apps. Definitely download them and, you know, uh, leave a review and, and definitely help us get in that search category as well. Yeah, man, just like I said, just uh, hit us up, let us know, um, and catch us on all those different platforms. We really do appreciate every one of you guys that are listening to us. Uh, we enjoy bringing you this content, so just, yeah, keep on uh, listening to us, and, and just, yeah, we just love bringing you this, and it just 
it always humbles me to think and see like just how many people are listening and from all areas of the world uh, listening yes. to us. So it's just uh, it's just an awesome feeling to see. Very humbling. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone listening. Um, that is going to do it for this week's episode, recapping the gold standard of wrestling, NXT. So for Devin, I'm Hafiz. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.